what was that line? Fuck your mercy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to episode 87. This episode two is see we talk about Amazon denies delivery, blue balls, and happy year of the piggy. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Uh, I really should have researched how to say Happy New Year in Vietnamese. <laughs> uh, before we get to that, let's go ahead and uh, do our sponsors real quick today. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash the 2OC. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your, from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Anyways, let's go ahead and start the show. Um, yep, you got it right there. Yeah, so chúc mừng năm mới is Happy New Year in in uh, in Vietnamese, and then uh, in uh, Mandarin it's uh, 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 it's not Kong Hei Phak Choi because Kong Hei Phak Choi is in uh, Cantonese. Uh, okay. I think it's uh, different dialect. Yeah, it's a, it's a different dialect. And I don't say it that often, so it's really hard for me to remember. I only remember the uh-huh. last part of it, which is yuan yuan shi That means uh, 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 live long and prosper throughout the year. So I'm just going to say feliz año nuevo. <laughs> 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 All right, that's on. Uh, well, so, since we're saying it, uh, I did go to a Tet Festival in uh, at the LC Fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, usually a Tet the 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 word tet is uh more used in uh vietnamese mm-hmm. uh yeah it's not really a chinese word so okay yeah so, so how how did that go uh it was fun um because usually i think the last time i went to a tet festival i was actually there for work i was mm-hmm. volunteering at one of the booths there because my company sponsored uh that mm-hmm. that particular festival and apparently this one also mm-hmm. uh it was at the last time i went it was at uh bolsa grande mm-hmm uh, this year I was at the OC Fairgrounds. It was fun. There was a lot of booths. There was a lot of activities, a lot of shows. Uh, the although near the end when I was walking walking around, I noticed that on the left side of like when you walk into the festival, all those food trucks are the exact same food trucks from uh, the OC Night Market. <laughs> So like, oh. they're, they're trying to. Well, it's a lot of Asian food from the OC Night Market, anyways. Also, I'm sure the the coordinators that you know that work with the OC Fairgrounds probably they have their go to contacts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Uh, it was well, it it, it kind of gets you going. Hmm, isn't there supposed to be like more local foods instead of like the the regular food stands from the OC Fest? I got my right? boba. I got my boba. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, they got tasty there. What kind of boba do they have there? Uh, it's really gimmicky boba. I got the slushy that looks like a giant light bulb, and it comes with a little LED oh. light. Uh, okay. There's other ones. They like this. Th- this time they didn't have the giant baby bottle of slushy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> I got, and my girlfriend made fun of me on this one. I got cheese sticks, and I was carrying so much stuff. Kind of like, and nobody was giving out bags. Everybody was just giving out like mm-hmm. their own little like promotional stuff, but nobody's giving out bags. So I was just like holding on to all this stuff, even this little bamboo plant that I won. And I'm just trying to balance my slushy, all the stuff, my cheese, my cheese sticks fall out. And like, I took like two bites, and then there's like probably six or seven of them that just fell on the ground. I'm like, 
Like I just <laughs> <laughs> like giant f bomb. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I just they're stunned. I just like mad. I like I like trampled over them. Like pissed off because like they're they were still fresh. It was warm. It was a cold night. Yeah. They were nice and hot. And yeah. yeah, my girlfriend made fun of me because she's like, "You were so pouty. You're like a little kid." I'm like, "But I dropped my cheese sticks, <laughs> my mozzarella sticks." I <laughs> yeah, but, but I had fun. Though. Don't. Uh, it's it's kind of like a, a a kid uh dropping their ice cream <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> That's probably what it was <laughs> yeah and and it was that thing where i could see it happening in slow motion like as they're like uh-huh. tumbling out of the little paper container down scattering on the ground as they yeah. hit the ground i, I could I, just it, i could just i could just see you like in, in that split second you just stared at it and you're like yeah i was hopeless <laughs> <laughs> I, I could I, I couldn't risk trying to catch him without spilling everything and dropping like the other things in my hand. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a dramatic slow motion fall as it hit the ground in my mind I heard it loud. yeah. Did you do anything for Tet over there? No? Do you, do you, your cousins? Um, you guys celebrate the new Yeah, year? we Yeah, usually like uh a lot of the families that when they celebrate Tet, they would uh, come together and they'd do like some type of uh uh gambling. Um not like illegal gambling, of course, but like, you know, uh, family and friends, they would come and we would have this uh, mat. Uh, we call it Bauku uh, Kakap, which is um, uh, like there's six circles. There's a um, Hulu, which is like a, a water bottle, um, a Chinese water bottle. Uh, there's a fish. There's a uh, what is it? There's just different animals on there oh like six yeah, yeah. is it thing that has like six six uh six yeah six and then like uh yeah six circles and then they basically roll the dice there's three dices and whatever it lands on uh whatever you bet that's what you get and if you get uh, if they there's a dice that has three of the same thing and you betted that thing that means that you triple your money yeah it's like it's almost like a variation yeah. of craps yeah yeah it's kind of like a yeah. variation of craps oh and i think this is um, with the cameras one of the cameras I kind of popped yep. out there um, oh yeah. Well, yeah, one of the things happens. I want to is these uh, these Pikachu ears. Oh, that's what you said we played nice. with earlier. Well, the I'll say, yeah. these knockoff Pikachu ears. Just <laughs> <laughs> fine. Hey, that's it's the, cheap. <laughs> At least you get something out of it. Yeah, they work, but they're yeah. they're really floppy and they're curved, which bothers me because I'm like Pikachu's ears are not curved; they're straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're supposed to be straight. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. weird. Uh, <laughs> How's Valentine's Day? Believe I'm staring at it right now. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's get to. I mean, uh, is there anything else that you did, or that that was pretty much it? Uh, for Tet Festival, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that's another story I want to type. I want. I, I want to see how your Valentine's was. Okay, so my Valentine's. Uh, I, I went to Whole Foods. They had this special. Or you can get uh, two dozens of roses for only twenty bucks. Oh, okay. It's cheap. It's really cheap. Um, and it was a Amazon Prime deal, so that's why uh, I took advantage of it. And I bought it a little early. Uh, I didn't want to beat the crowd because last year when I did the same exact thing, I got there and there wasn't a whole lot of selection left. Uh, there was a, a couple of uh, really nice selections, but you have to go earlier in the in the day, or you have to do- yeah. buy it like a couple of days earlier. So that's what I did, and then um, you know I surprised uh, my wife with uh, another set of Hamilton tickets, <laughs> and uh, she was really happy to see, see it. And then um, uh, we just found out that the person that we wanted to go see that is in the show, she's no longer in it. 
oh. uh, because uh, her contract is up. Yeah, her name is uh, Shoba Narayan. Is it? She's in, is it one she, of the three LWs that you were talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she she's the uh, she plays the wife of Alexander Hamilton, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, she's really good. Like I think someone ranked all of the people that played her. Mm-hmm. And she's the second one on the list besides the original cast member from the Broadway cast. So I, but I mean that and I get to check have it. her go. Have you heard of the person that's replacing her for the showing you're going to? Yeah, the the girl who's uh, replacing her is Erin uh, Clemens, and she is uh, kind of like a backup for those three uh, characters that play the sisters. Yeah, um, and I guess. She's a permanent until um, they find someone else. Uh, I don't really know if she's going to be permanently for throughout the whole entire year. But uh, I mean, I, I saw a couple of clips online with her singing. She's actually pretty good. So it's I'm a, really it's a variation of the Starship Trooper rule. One uh, I, I, that command. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it in a, in a nicer way. Uh, again, mm-hmm. my video popped out. Uh, mm-hmm. When the sergeant says like, I need I need a a second in command, you're it until you die or find some or I find somebody better. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. You're like I need uh-huh. a new per, a new actress for this for this part. You're it until you either your contract ends or I find somebody better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that's pretty much what happens. Um, but other than that, that that's uh, that's what we're excited for. Um, cool. Yeah, and uh, also I got to see something this week. I uh, went to the Performing Arts Center here at the Dr. Phillips. Uh, they call it the Walt Disney Theater because they were the one that uh, paid a lot of money for donations, so they got that name. Uh, yeah. So we got the Boston Pops in town. They are the orchestra from uh, Boston, of course. Mm-hmm. That's why they call it Boston Pops. They were associated with John Williams uh, in the past uh, when John Williams made his own albums where he uh, played uh, a lot of those uh, commercial movies like uh, Jaws, Indiana Jones, um, Star Wars, and Schindler's List, just to name a few. He so he actually big. used no, no nothing that big. Okay, but anyways, dude, the the show is really amazing, and uh, the the score and everything is always good because it's from John Williams. Uh, but this is uh um orchestrated by uh his name is keith i wish i had that booklet with me but uh these are the things that they played uh they played a main title from the movie called heidi uh they played the theme from jaws they uh also played the main title from the movie called the towering inferno these are really old movies yeah um and uh, they also played Memoirs of a Geisha. They played a series theme. Uh, they also played um, uh, Hedwig's theme from Harry Potter. It's a very famous theme song. Uh, you always hear it every time uh, Harry Potter comes up on the screen. Um, they also played uh, some of the E.T. songs like um, Stargazers and the, the theme song that, you know, when they're flying, they play that. What is I, going on in my I video? I don't dude? know why you're jumping around, Alan. <laughs> you gotta stop. Doing uh, that. It's because I'm uh, Pikachu right now, and I'm using the power evade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think you've been playing too much uh, Smash Bros. Um, 
They also played the <laughs> theme so song weird. from JFK. Uh, they also played Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, Raiders March. Uh, they also played the theme song from Schindler's List, and it's so depressing. Yeah, they I also say the theme song. Yeah, it's really depressing because it's just violin. You see this one guy that just steps out and just plays the violin, and it's so sad. And uh, yeah. next thing is a uh, theme from The Patriot. Remember that movie with uh, Mel Gibson and Heath Ledger? The one where Heath oh, Ledger yeah, drinks yeah. Uh, tea Civil and War. it's like... Uh, yeah. A Revolutionary War. That was a Civil good movie. Yeah. yeah. No, that was I, a really I dug good that movie. movie. Uh, he stabbed somebody mm-hmm. with the American flag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then uh, there's uh, Devil's Dance from the Witches of Eastwick. And then they got to the Star Wars stuff, which is the Imperial March from the Empire Strikes Back. They play Ray's theme uh, from Force Awakens. Dude, Ray's yeah. theme, orchestra, live, it totally is a different thing. Like, no, I mean, and, and, you know the same... Go, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. So, uh, I think that's when I saw... Because you were posting these on Snapchat, and I think I, I saw the video, or one of the clips you posted was the Star Wars stuff, and then that's how I was like, ooh... I want to ask questions, but my damn video keeps popping away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. It's going to be one of those episodes, Anton. It's going to be one of those episodes. Uh, but yeah, I tried my hardest yeah. not to ask questions about what you're, what was going on in that video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, they finish it off with the main theme song of Star Wars, which is... Uh, mm-hmm. Where is it? Where did that image go? Alan, where did that image go? I don't know. You dragged and dragged there and dropped it, it. Where'd you drop it? Okay, there we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, the main title from Star Wars, and then uh, they didn't put it into the program, but they played the cantina for the very ending of oh, the uh, performance with the with the flute thing. <laughs> yeah, the wacky thing. Yeah. All right. So that's uh that's what they played, and uh, dude. If you ever have a chance to check out anything that has John Williams, uh, you know, scoring, you got to go see it. Yeah, I've seen a few of the like Star Wars in the park or Star Wars, like the like the, uh, things like, uh, like listings in L.A. And I think here in uh, back when they used to have the uh, Irvine, what's it called? Uh, the Amphitheater, Verizon Amphitheater in Irvine. Mm-hmm. And also the Sagerstrom Center. Well, no. Well, yeah, the Sigurdsson Center, yeah, but uh, the Ryzen Amphitheater was because they they would do it for like the outdoor experience. Oh, yeah, because it has pretty good acoustics. Too. Yeah, yeah, but you're outdoor. Yeah. yeah, so it's like a nice little mm-hmm. like get fresh air, but at the same time enjoy the music. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, my... if you look at the picture here, uh, I got our own box on the side because that was the only ticket that was left. <laughs> and how much and, was that? Uh, it, it was 75 bucks per person. It wasn't oh, too bad. bad. Yeah, no. It's yeah, good. it's not bad at all. Yeah, so I was pretty excited. I was like, oh, I never really sat in a box before. But I, for, you know, performances like this, I would highly recommend it because, I mean, not only are you close to the actual stage, mm-hmm. the sound is really good too. Yeah. The only time you wouldn't sit in the box like that would be, you know, an actual performance. Like yeah, something that you would see on the stage. You know? Yeah, something centered. You you want to be centered for like the poor performances because that's where they're directing their their vocals and their their gestures too. Yeah, and I hate 
I hate when you see like you know someone on stage like uh, uh, acting and then they slowly like run out and then all of a sudden they stop like you can see on the side that oh, they're just walking like and it yeah. totally kills the whole entire vibe of watching you know the the show yeah because they yeah. know when when they're no longer in the main audience's view so they just stop running yeah yeah no longer no, in frame yeah mm-hmm. i've seen that before uh so anyway, so mm-hmm. my valentine's day um i sent my girlfriend mm-hmm. uh you know some flowers to her work and uh, some cherries, berries, chocolate covered strawberries, mm-hmm. uh, which is so nice. She said she really liked them. She got all teary eyed when she got them. And apparently in her department, she was the only one that got flowers, which is working. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> which, well, like working in an office, like there's at least a handful of like people that get flowers on Valentine's Day. So it was, it was very odd that she was the only one. But I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, extra bo- bonus points for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and we went to go see. Everybody's all jealous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, she said that the girls were yeah. quote unquote gushing over the flowers. Um, yeah, which I just realized how dirty that sounds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were gushing. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah. Oh, so we went to go see Alita: Battle Angel, which we'll go into that later because mm-hmm. uh, there's some okay. news about that. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend got me two mugs because she knows how much I love tea and coffee. Uh, this mm-hmm. is the first one here. It says, don't go baking my heart. And what do you... There's a second mug. Where'd she get that? Huh? Where'd she get that? I have no idea. Uh, mm. And this is uh, the second one that says, I couldn't if I fried and took a fried egg on it. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's legit. She know- She's seen the shirts I wear. She she knows I like puns. She knows me uh-huh. well. Um, she, kn- she knows you too well. Yeah. So I made a discovery, Anton. Um... As I was getting ready for my Valentine's date with my girlfriend, uh, why yeah. is why is my screen my entire head? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> going on. Um. Anyways, so how how appropriate that it focused on my head. So I was getting ready, and you've seen how my bathroom is set up. Uh, I have like mm-hmm. mirrors on opposite walls, mm-hmm. and I'm about to take go, get into the shower when I notice something in the back of my head. And I don't know if you want to pull up that You're... picture now. Okay. All right. Look at the picture. Let me know if you can spot what's wrong. Oh crap! Uh, let me see here. I and did not put that picture in here. <laughs> oh my god, Anton! You didn't drag oh, I can drag and drop. I can drag yeah. and drop. There you go. Yeah. So I mean, you, your your mom has hairstyle experience. I I want to see some of that rubbed off on you, Anton. Can you spot what's wrong? And I'm so pissed off that I didn't notice because I re- I recorded last episode with like my haircut. That's the last time. That's the day I got my haircut. Was that when we recorded episode uh-huh. eighty six? And I didn't notice okay. it until literally yesterday. Okay. Still trying to get it. I'm I'm still new to You're this. Still I'm a newbie. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Uh, so this picture my girlfriend took as we're leaving the theater because I was telling her what happened. I told her we were running late to the movie, so I didn't show her after we were walking out, and she took the picture. Uh huh. Okay. There we go. What's wrong with that? Spot it. What can you spot, Anton? Look at the right side compared to the left side. Oh, it's so uneven. Yes. Super uneven. Yes. Uh, yeah. I was like, because I saw the right side. And uh-huh. as I'm like, I was thinking, I'm like, why is the back of my head so pointy? Like, that's not like, I didn't, rec- I didn't realize that. And I turned to the other mirror. And as I turned to me, I was like, no, it's fine. No. And like, I, I, I try to get a good look at like, you know, like the, the back of my head <laughs> with my camera. And it was, uh-huh. yeah, I was like, oh my God, she messed it up. And I was like, my girlfriend, she, uh, I asked her, I'm like, I think they messed up my hair, but I need you to confirm. And yeah, she took that picture. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so bad 
that's terrible dude and it sucks that like, the girl like didn't even try to like even it out or pretend like, or, like try to fix it or whatever okay so uh, do you always get your hair cut at this place yes so what happened and this is the uh-huh. one i was venting about last time uh but what happened uh-huh. here is that the main the, there's only two girls that i go to in the salon one was mm-hmm. out that day and the other one was busy dying some other woman's hair there was mm-hmm. this other woman that was available, but I've never seen her before. The like in the two or three years that I've gone to this place, but I was like, okay, she must mm-hmm. be, she must be new, but whatever. It, my hair is fairly simple haircut. I'm not like I'm not going to the whole feathering bangs, whatever, whatever thing. You know, it's, it's fairly straightforward haircut. Um, she was chatting with a coworker as she's cutting my hair, which well, you, again I vented last time. I think episode I don't even know what episode it was. Yeah. <laughs> Early eighties. Yeah. Um. I was like, oh, whatever. As long as she's getting my haircut, and I'm, I didn't really let the wait in line either. So I'm like, okay, whatever. As long as I'm out here in time. Um, yeah, I, I blame it on her being distracted, chatting with her coworkers, and I'm never going to that person again. I, I, I that mm-hmm. mem- that person's face is etched in my mind. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait two hours right. like I did last. Time. <laughs> mm-hmm. so uh, now you know. Yeah, now, now I you know. know. Now I know. Uh, I'm going to bring my notes really quick. I thought there was more. Oh, uh, what's Boston Pops? Or is that what you just discussed right now? Yeah, that's what I was just talking oh, okay, about. Okay, Boston okay. Pops. Yeah. Sorry. I was going to throw my notes and making sure checking it off. Uh, other than that. Oh, and uh, uh, me and my girlfriend have like Valentine's Day Part 2 tomorrow, which I'm going to go to our house. We're going to grab some food. Uh, just spend the whole day together and play Nintendo Switch. Okay. Oh, uh, you got games uh, that you're going to play with her? Uh, Smash Brothers. And then uh, I want to see if she, she wants to try to catch some Pokemon. Okay, yeah. there is one game that I recommend. I think it's on the uh, the Nintendo Store. I think it's pretty cheap too. It's not that expensive. It is uh, called uh, Overcooked. There's the uh, one and two. Uh, one is good enough because two is way too hard. So try that one out. I think they might have a demo too, so you can uh, play that before you even buy it. Yeah, um, and I did go on Amazon. <laughs> okay, and before we go to the new segment, I just want to go with this this yeah. rant about Nintendo. Nintendo is so smart when it comes to making money. They don't necessarily make money on the the DLC or the games because they know that there's certain franchises that they focus on, and that's their money makers. The you know Zelda, Mario, those are the properties that make them money. But one of the one other avenue that they go that PlayStation, and Xbox don't probably don't make as much money as they do in is freaking accessories for the Nintendo. So. As I'm like, as I'm setting up the Switch, I'm realizing, okay, you have the dock, you have the core console, you have the the control, which is actually three uh, multiple parts. Uh, yeah, Joy-Con. The Joy-Con, you have the two left and right. Mm-hmm. You have the center, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, a peripheral or attachment attachment that, you, mm-hmm. that connects them both. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Then you have the two little uh, top buttons when you're using the Joy Cons as controllers, as mm-hmm. big controllers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, it's like at least seven pieces right there just for the core setup, and then I ordered a, a case for just the the portable part in case you know I go to convention mm-hmm. or go out and I just want to take the the the, the console mm-hmm. um, and a few games, and then I bought another case where I could actually put the dock, put all the charger, the the AC adapter, and all the extra stuff in there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, holy crap! My they nickel and dime the crap out of me, and really the camera again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got it. Yeah, so that's my little Nintendo rant. As I'm okay. wearing a, as I'm wearing a PS. <laughs> so besides that, I think you know there are certain accessories that you have to buy. 
like the joy cons the extra joy cons because i mean there are a lot of games that you can play uh with a, a whole entire party you can hit play like you know with four up to eight people on one console yeah and it's pretty crazy how you can do that i mean if you have eight players on one console playing like Bomberman, for example, yeah. it's freaking chaos. It is. But it's so fun. It's really fun. Yeah. And that's yeah. with everybody Wait. in one room? Yeah, yeah, dude. Everyone yeah. everyone yeah. in it, one room. Everybody you, starts you, you can even other. You can even do Smash Brothers with eight players. Yeah. Well, yeah, and so it's crazy. Because then people get violent and they start also punching you like, as, as they're mm. next to you. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, Antoine. Uh, so that's a long week update. Are you ready to get into mm-hmm. news? Yes, uh, let's please get into news. All right. So first news story, Anton. Uh, something a big company that's near and dear to our hearts because we use it for almost everything. Mm-hmm. Amazon yes. HQ is no longer going to be built in New York. I think they're still going with the other two locations, which I, I slip my mind which ones they are right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, they, the New York headquarters is getting pulled out because um, I can't remember the exact quote from Amazon, but they're saying something like they are excited to work with not only the people of New York, but they were also they they also need lawmakers and city officials to work with them too, which they weren't getting. So they're saying, sorry, mm-hmm. everybody that wanted us there, but we can't we can't get what we need. Yeah, there's nothing that they can do. Yeah, you know, at that point. Yeah. And with no support, there's really no point to even being there. Well, Amazon was looking for I believe 3 billion in tax break. Yeah, I think they were they were trying for uh Florida too cuz I mean we have a lot of land here. Yeah. So they can pretty much build um you know in in the middle of nowhere if they wanted to and get all the support they need. But I I I don't really know where they're going to go next cuz I mean their main hub before was chicago yeah yeah i don't know if it's still there but that, that was pretty much their bread and butter yeah because so, you remember back in the days when it when you would receive packages from amazon it would always be from chicago before yeah. they you know opened up all those other places in california and everything yeah the fulfillment centers um mm-hmm. i'm trying to confirm the amount so it, it, off memory i believe that they wanted Oh, okay. 1.5 billion in incentives incentives to for Amazon. They want it as a tax break, mm-hmm. which isn't is a lot, but considering how much revenue Amazon generates and how many people they're going to be employing, mm-hmm. it's a fairly good investment. Uh, but you know, city city officials and representatives couldn't they don't want to give that to them. So Amazon's like, we need it. We're going to give you guys a lot and if you guys don't want to give us that, we're fine with the other two headquarters we're, we're focusing on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So sucks for New York, but I'm sure they have other big companies to work with. Yeah, true. Cool. So we're just going to have to see yeah. uh, what Amazon's going to do. And uh, I think they're going to just pretty much uh, give people a lot of uh, jobs just by opening up these these uh, headquarters. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I think they were, they were estimating about 25,000 people to work just in the New York headquarters. Yeah. And talk about opportunity. Well, what's opportunity? Oh, <laughs> so uh, back in high school, Anton, uh, 2004, mm-hmm. uh, there was a little bit of a minor scientific uh, milestone reached mm-hmm. where we landed a rover, another rover on Mars. They yeah. called it the, the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the one that 
it was a, it was an insane landing. So instead of crash landing like our, one of our previous probes did, where it was surrounded, it was a bubble. It was surrounded by bubbles, right? This one mm-hmm. actually descended and fired booster rockets before landing and hovered midair while it lowered the rover. What? Yeah, it it was a it, so, uh, so the platform the platform uh pretty much landed all the way down to Mars and then within a few hundred feet or a few dozen feet of the surface there's mm-hmm. a, there's the built-in rockets fired and kind of just kept a platform hovering while it lowered the rover onto the ground. Gently. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. That's that's really neat. Yeah, so that So basically instead of actually landing on the the ground, they levitated while they dropped yes the it, rover slowly right okay yeah so it's kind of like a helicopter yeah, hovering it, and then jumping yeah the rope yeah think down. yeah think of yeah. a think of a helicopter doing a cargo drop yeah yeah so same yeah, same basically yeah cool. so that happened in 2004 uh 14 that uh, 14 15 years ago uh 15 actually Dude, that is so much more safer to get a rover down without having any type of trouble well yes and it worked uh, but even mm-hmm. the engineers that, that developed it said there was no way they could have tested it before. So they were so relieved when it worked because the gravity mm-hmm. is different. And that's one reason it worked. So they can't really test it here and then mm-hmm. and then send it to Mars and then expect it to work the exact same way. Yeah. So they're saying like Dude, all... that, that had to be a lot of crazy predictions. Right. And it, it was a lot all... of math involved. Exactly. <laughs> it was all like, let's mm-hmm. hope our math is right. And that we mm-hmm. our assumptions about Mars's surface and atmosphere are accurate, so it worked, mm-hmm. and yeah, it worked, and there was no mechanical issues. It worked as as planned. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was in 2004, 15 years ago. Uh, but after uh, earlier this, actually last month in January, they mm-hmm. lost communications with it. So after oh, 90, no. 90 attempts at trying to confirm, like you know, telling the rover uh, opportunity, please respond, opportunity kind of thing, like just kept kept pinging it. Yeah, opportunity rollover. Yeah. <laughs> They just kept pinging the rover for, for I think, 90 attempts, and, fr- and there was no response. So their assumption is that the rover, rover is officially dead. Yeah. Which I think it was I mean, long- it la- it's supposed to last yeah, a it, it was longer, the longest, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. It, it was the longest living rover we've had on a, on a planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so long, Opportunity. So long. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> It'll probably come back. It'll be like, oh, just kidding, guys. I'm I right will here. laugh if like it was only like the communication satellite that 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 the, the or the communication that like the antenna that broke, but like the whole rover is still like collecting data or still roaming around. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like a it's like a, a Wally where it's just still doing its job. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, I was thinking like yeah. uh the Martian from uh, uh Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, like he yeah. just yeah, like he's still just doing his thing. All right. <laughs> All right, that's on. Uh, that's it for news. So, a little short news segment. Um, what are you going to streaming? Yep, let's go into streaming. All right, so for streaming news, uh, a little bit of a resurgence here. Uh, first, starting with Breaking Bad. Uh, we've heard rumors mm-hmm. it's going to be coming back. And so far, they've revealed that this is going to be a direct sequel to where. The Breaking Bad series ended, uh, yeah, star- starring uh, uh, Aaron Paul yep. as Jesse Pinkman again. Yes, he's gonna be continuing, like uh, pretty much surviving after what happened. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm trying to understand how this is gonna work. So it looks like Netflix made the deal, so they're gonna get it first. But mm-hmm. afterwards, AMC gets the the 
the viewing rights to or so they get to yeah netflix gets it first then amc gets to air it on their their channel yes yeah, so i'm guessing they're trying to get people uh, or real people into a netflix subscription and at the same time uh you know amc gets a cut out of it too yeah well because you get you know mm-hmm. you're gonna get the diehard ba- breaking bad fans to subscribe to netflix if they haven't already done so and mm-hmm. then you're going to get the casual viewer that's just curious or whatever to watch it on TV. Yeah. I'm kind of curious about that. I, I, I want to know if they're going to bring back. Got cut uh, off there. Huh? I got cut off. There you go. You are back. Yep. And I'm You're back. back. Uh, I'm kind of curious if they're going to bring back. Uh, whoa, what's going on there? You got cut off again. Wow. And we are back. So weird. Might uh, be your connection. <laughs> maybe. We're still green on here. Yeah. Yeah, it might be because uh, right. there's a bit of there's a bit of rain. So okay, all right, we are back again with the vengeance. Okay, <laughs> bad. all right. So, uh, next news story. All that you remember that show back in Nickelodeon back in the day when we were kids. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, sir. A lot of people came out of that. Amanda Bynes, uh, Nick Cannon, Keenan Thompson, Keenan Thompson is not on SNL. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a few, like so a few people came out of that one. Uh, that one is gonna be coming back. Uh, Nick Cannon is going to be a producer for it. And I'm kind of curious to see if they're going to kind of take it seriously. Nick like Cannon. Back then or- Nick Cannon, yeah. I thought it was Keenan Thompson. That's pretty Keenan Thompson, it. too. Oh, no, okay. Nick- so both of them are doing that together? The the article I saw said Nick Cannon. <clears throat> but I saw Keenan Thompson was uh, doing the... Was was one of the actors came out of it. Are you confirming? Yeah, I'm trying to confirm. Because all I saw was Keenan Thompson. I didn't see uh, Nick Cannon. But, uh, but is it really yep, far-fetched? Nick Thompson. Cannon kind of wants everything. Yeah. Really? Uh, n- yeah. Nick Nick Cannon wants everything, but uh, it's just Keenan Thompson. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's just Keenan Thompson. Uh, he's the only person on it right now. Uh, yep. Okay. That. Yep. He's the only one bringing it back. But it's a good thing he's bringing it back because uh, I think there's gonna be a lot of surprises from different uh, uh, ca- old cast members coming back just to do like sketches. Uh, I would like to see more of all that because, I mean, we grew up with that, right? Yeah. Uh, Good Burger was such a big thing. Oh, <laughs> my God. I, I mean, it's about such that. a stupid sketch, but it's so yeah. funny, you know? Being a well, kid, it could, it's it's great. Yeah, it, it became such a such a, a quotable quotable show, a uh, segment, so it became its own movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also, that, that was back when Nickelodeon just tried to make the orange cassettes for everything yeah the vhs tapes <laughs> yeah i remember that did you ever get those uh, uh vhs tapes uh from like mcdonald's or something where they do like a cross promotion uh i got it when they did like the land before time mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. what was the other one uh feel the dreams they, they did like a promotion oh, it was- for, for- it, it was Taco Bell that does uh, Nickelodeon cross motions because they did Ren and Stimpy stuff too at uh, Taco I Bell. I would have thought Pizza Hut because Pizza Hut was so big into cross motion back in the day. With all, well, they were more PlayStation, mm-hmm. huh? They focused more yeah, on PlayStation games. PlayStation, yeah. So yeah, so that's gonna be coming back. Well, hopefully, yep. coming back. Pretty excited for that too. And you know, knowing Keenan Thompson, he has so much experience now. He's been doing it for so long even during uh, SNL. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, him producing it wouldn't be any type of problems. He, yeah. I mean, I love seeing his sketches on SNL. I way. love I love the freaking uh the Weezer sketch that they did a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I just like that one. Uh, all right, Todd. Uh, what is the rising of Shield Hero? Okay, so recently I'm trying to get back into anime, and uh, one of the first things I saw was people talking about this new anime called The Rising of Shield Hero. And I thought it was very interesting because I, I know that there's a lot of anime out there right now that are going into what's, uh, what's popular in pop culture. And one of the things that a lot of people play in Japan and pretty much all around the world is role-playing games, right? Mm -hmm. So there's like Sword Art Online, which is a really popular series. Um, there's a couple other ones out there too. I can't really remember what it is so I can name them. But uh, <laughs> the Rising of Shield Hero is basically about a uh, role-playing game, RPG. And it's interesting because when you play these type of games, it uh, doesn't matter what type of game, as long as they have like different classes. Like, for example, we play Overwatch. So mm -hmm. there's like a um, there's like a attack um, class. There's a uh, defense class, um, which we call tanks. So usually nobody really wants to play something really boring, you know, like especially uh, uh, something that like putting up a shield, like you're putting up the shield the whole time. That's all you're doing. Yeah. And it gets really boring, you know, but, uh, well, not, you know, when you play that, Overwatch, that for get, example. Well, not that it gets boring. It's just that if you don't have a very supportive team, you're pretty much just sitting duck mm -hmm. and you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting, too, because uh, when we play Overwatch, for example, tanks aren't boring they're actually really fun to play because i mean you get all these other different attacks that you can do besides besides shielding your team so anyways uh this anime called the rising of shield hero is about uh, this kid who uh picks up a book and he gets sucked into a a game uh that is an rpg game and in order for him to survive he has to play one of the four heroes there's an attacker there's a uh a bow and arrow type of guy, kind of like a hunter. Uh, there's a guy that's, uh, um, you know, really good with the spear. So he's more of a um, close range. And then there's this shield guy that only shields the team and he can't do anything else. And uh, everyone's always ganging up on him, trying to have him, you know, be um, kind of like a, what is that thing where, he, oh yeah, exiled. He, he pretty much mm. got exiled. So he pretty much like has to live on his own and uh, he can't really come back into town because everyone's like you're grading him. But then, you know, the thing about him is he wants to level up. He wants to save the world so then he can go back home because that's the only way to go back home is to um, pretty much uh, get rid of all of the, the hordes. Like, you know how like they have different waves of hordes yeah. coming? Yeah. Yeah, he has to complete all of the hordes that are coming to protect the whole entire kingdom. But it has to be those four heroes. So anyways, he keeps, uh, you know, thinking that he can't do anything because all he has is a shield. And he can't pick up weapons. He can't wield weapons, which kind of sucks for him because the only thing he can do is just put up his shield, you know, or punch mm -hmm. someone. But that's all he could do. So it's real interesting because uh, it's a really popular anime right now. It's got five out of five stars. And it feels like a video game, but it's a really good story. And they only have six episodes right now as of this episode that we're recording. And dude, it's so good. It's on Crunchyroll, um, which requires a, a subscription mm -hmm. or you have to wait a week. Um, but you can watch it with like advertisements and stuff. But 
Dude, it is so good. I haven't seen like an anime like this in a long time. Yeah, and Crunchyroll subscriptions aren't that expensive either. They're pretty much in line with like Hulu or Amazon, right? Yeah, I I think it's three ninety nine. Yeah, month. so it's, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. It's just you just have to be into anime to make it worth it for you. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I I want to get into anime. I I want to. Yeah, I, I think this time, is like, a, I, I think this is a good one to get into because watching the first couple episodes really got me going because it's you know what we usually play um you know in overwatch or any other games right now i mean there'll probably be like a battle royale anime coming out in the future that has you know video game related stuff but you know um yeah uh, there's so many games out right now so uh, i mean we've been having fun with apex Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been trying that out of course surprisingly Overwatch it's too. more popular oh. it's yeah surprisingly it's more popular than fortnite right now if you go on twitch twitch is uh let me see uh i can give you the actual numbers right now on twitch currently we have about let's see here yeah because this is a this is a pretty much a, a big deal right now because all of the big players are playing on um fortnite or jumping over Okay, so right now, mm-hmm. currently streaming is uh, there are two hundred twenty-four thousand viewers on Apex, uh, and then on Fortnite they only have seventy-nine thousand viewers right now. So that's a really big gap. That's like almost uh, one hundred fifty thousand view- more viewers on Apex. Yeah, that's uh, uh, that's a little bit more, um, but it's also mm-hmm. it's new, it's free. Uh, so it's, I think Apex did learn from, oh, from the, the Fortnite. All the other games. Model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that that's. And they're doing game. a pretty good job too. Cause I mean, they, they know that a lot of people like, uh, Call of Duty. They like the weapons in it and they like the, the, you know, wh- where you can run and where you can slide and all that stuff. So they're implementing mm-hmm. that with, uh, Battle Royale, which, you know, works so well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, and I did like the way they set up, and this kind of turning into an Apex review. Uh, but I did like mm-hmm. how they set up the Apex so that you're forced to play in, th- in teams of three. Uh, it, it's not you know teams of four because I think four can be too much. Um, I don't remember if you remember <laughs> from when we played um, uh, PUBG, but there yeah. was always we never stayed in groups of four. We never did. No. It was always mm-hmm. we, we either somebody either died right away because he went off on their own, or mm-hmm. we split off into teams of two. Yeah. So I think three is just the right amount. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean we can go more into it later on. But for now, that, that's just like our initial thoughts on that. All right, on. Yeah, uh, we're ready? still in the streaming, so we got to move on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ready to go into uh, movies? Movies. Yep. Let's get into movies. All right, on some movies. Uh, let me pull up the that right tab. Uh, let's go with the rundown of as of yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. Number one is gonna be, of course, Alita: Battle Angel with uh, what? actually less than I expected. Uh, there, well, opening day. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, starting this weekend uh, with eight point seven million, um, followed by number two, isn't it romantic with six point two million. Number three, What Men Want with 25.2 million. Number four, Happy Death Day to You with 3.7 million. And number five, uh, The Lego Movie 2, the second part, 41.4 million. Mm, okay. Um, I 
I'm guessing a lot of kids are staying home this weekend if like a Lego movie is uh is that low for this week <coughs> starting this week. Uh does does kids get President's Day off? They don't, right? Uh I think it depends on the district. I think it depends on the yeah. district cuz I think some some cause like I'm off I'm off on Monday. Yeah. But I know, I know a lot of people are. are still working that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so I mean if if kids get, you know, a day off, that's a 3-day weekend. So of course they're probably going to go see a movie. Maybe Monday, but I think this weekend mm-hmm. is going to be a lot of parents and couples telling the kids, we're going to get a babysitter for you. <laughs> and me and uh, <laughs> the significant other are going out. Is Half that what playing, your brother did? Your brother, uh, I don't know what he did. From, uh, deep I don't dives. know what he did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah RG Flores from Deep Dives and Rabbit Holes. Um, <laughs> I don't know what he did, but uh, yeah, I can actually see parents doing that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and so I did get to see Alita Battle Angel. Okay, uh, you but before get I get that into right that, now? what okay. was that? No, no, go ahead. Okay. Uh, before we get yeah. into that, I just want to talk about the freaking trailers before the movie. Okay. Holy crap, dude. Uh, the the little little trailer they put for Captain Marvel is like a shortened version of what we've seen already with a few extra clips. I love yeah. the trailer they showed there because it shows more of like the, the, the comedy or the, the humor in the movie. Mm-hmm. So I was digging that, like that got me more excited for it. I'm like, cool, like that's that that's more what I want to see, and I just see action. Yeah, uh, I liked the theatrical trailer for us. I thought it was better than the one I saw for the. Th- this one got me more excited than the one they showed for the Super Bowl. Okay. And uh, next one, Hellboy with mm-hmm. uh, David Harbor. With, uh, David Harbor. They nailed from, the comedy. Uh, Damn it, this one got me excited. I I forgot that it's coming out in two two months. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so f- for the the people who have already seen it, oh crap, disconnected. Yeah. Uh, connecting back into the live stream. All right, we are back on the live stream. Hopefully that didn't really cool. cut out our feed or anything. But uh, uh, yeah, um, so there were a couple of people that already saw Hellboy already. They, they saw a, a quick cut mm-hmm. and they weren't really too happy with it. So hopefully they did do a lot of different changes to make the movie better. I mean, they they have like two more months left. So yeah, yeah, and hopefully it's mm-hmm. it's editing related, not necessarily acting. Um, mm-hmm. I hope that people aren't trying to compare uh, David Harbor's appearance to Ron Perlman because mm-hmm. I I think Ron Perlman was a better Hellboy in appearance, but David Harbor has his own take on it, and I think his comedy is so sarcastic and funny. Yeah, I mean, you can see that in Stranger Things itself, so... Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I He's love like that, his humor in that. He has, like, that cranky old man kind of thing, whatever. Like, like the frustrated, yeah. annoying... That's gonna be me in about you know 15 who, years. <laughs> you know who years. he reminds me of? Uh, what's that guy's uh, name from uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto? The one that lives out in the boonies? Uh, the one that lives out in the desert? You know who I'm talking about, right? From the guy which, with the, oh, wears, the, the guy that wears a white shirt. He's like a redneck living in the desert. From which Grand, Th- Grand Theft Auto, though? The most recent one. Oh, I didn't play the most recent one. Oh, god damn it. I uh, wish you did. <laughs> You're like, damn it, Alan. Why can't you play more video games? The one, the one where you get to play the three characters. Yeah, I didn't play that one. Oh, dude, it's really good. You should play it. But anyways, uh, yeah, it kind of reminds me of that guy. Uh, uh, kind of like a crazy redneck dude. Yeah, Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um <laughs> I I feel like they had the opportunity for a lot of dirty jokes. Uh, mm-hmm. Like when they said, "Hey, what's what's that? What does your right hand do? Is it does it do anything?" 
I I thought that was like a perfect setup for like a joke, but they I don't know if they was I don't know if they edited it for the for that trailer or if yeah. they're just trying to save it, but they had that perfect opportunity there. Yeah. Uh, the other trailer they showed uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what the I, I'm blanking out on the guy's name, um, but the the Asian guy I forgot what his oh, name. Oh, Daniel Day Kim. Is it, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, him. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed him, and I forgot what he said in this trailer. And my girlfriend's like, "Of course they have to have an Asian guy in a Godzilla movie." I'm like, "He was in the other one too." And she goes, "Oh, oh, she, oh! You're talking about the uh, that one, okay?" Uh, Daniel Day Kim's in, in the Hellboy um, trailer. Oh, but in that okay. trailer, it's uh, Ken Watanabe. Ken, okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. um, and she's just like, "Oh, he's like, like of course they had to, they had to have an Asian guy." I'm like. He was in the first one too, and she goes, "He was." I'm like, "Yeah, he was the guy that said, no, let them fight,' and that was the only line he said in the whole movie." <laughs> he said other stuff. He, yeah, too. he he worked for uh, the company Monarch. Yeah, which is the one that, uh, that like they're monitoring all funding. of those monsters. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that one got me excited, uh, but that that one's not really new. I think all the clips are pretty much recycled from what we've already seen from the other trailers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Also, I. I the one critique I have about this movie, and I feel that, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, uh, Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown. Brown. Mill- is it mm-hmm. Millie Bobby? All right. Uh, the girl from Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel her acting is pretty much the same as Eleven. Kind of like a mm-hmm. focus, you know, really kind of OCD ish attitude, and then really recluse and scared mm-hmm. like it, it seems like the same yeah. she's playing 11 again for except in godzilla godzilla's universe mm-hmm. i think that's the only thing that bugged yeah. me uh the big one that got me excited dark phoenix trailer oh, i didn't get to see dark phoenix okay l- let me tell you something i didn't see any trailers for the last two times i saw alita because you should play. it just went straight into the movie oh okay 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 well because yeah. the fan the, you, yeah. did, you did the fan event this past week right so usually they don't do trailers mm-hmm. they just do like the the behind the scenes screenings or like extra extra mm-hmm. stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, no, dude, Dark Phoenix trailer. It, it it's an extended one. Um, it just shows so much, and I, I I'm scared it's not going to stick to the comic, uh, Dark Phoenix story, but it still mm-hmm. looks so interesting, dude. It, it looks badass. I kind of want to see it. Mm-hmm. All right, Tom. All right, so the part that I think I've been kind of dancing around. My thoughts mm-hmm. on Alita Battle Angel. And I will begin I by saying we we're going to talk about Genie. I will do it afterwards. Okay, all right. Uh, well, uh, you know what? Here, I'll tease a little bit longer. Let's talk about Genie. This is gonna be a because well, <laughs> okay. Alita will be our high note. Yeah. All right. All right. So this past week we got the trailer of well the second trailer of Aladdin. Disney's Aladdin, and we finally get to see Will Smith as Genie. Yeah. Let me pull up his picture right now. Yeah. Um, I, w- I was excited to see this picture mm-hmm. uh, because we when Entertainment Weekly posted the, the, the first look pictures, that was before they had the, the special effects on them. And Will Smith said, don't worry, guys. I'm going to be in blue makeup. The pictures you're seeing now are, are genie in human disguise. He posted the picture you're looking at now. Anton, what are your thoughts? See, this picture looks fine. You know, I, I, I don't really mind it that much. Okay, so uh, you heard this before from me. I saw Aladdin on Broadway. 
Yes. And they also had a African-American actor playing Genie, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. I mean, I have no Was problems with... Was he in blue with, face? Uh, no. no. right? No. Yeah. The, no. Usually, uh, from the times I've seen, the, uh, at least the, when they had Aladdin uh, in that Disney California Adventure... Genie was not in blue face, but he did kind of have like a gold tint to his face, like gold makeup, kind of make make him make him look shiny, magical. Really? I don't I know if it was, did, did I, that I for the Broadway him version. Being blue. Oh man, it's been a while. Okay, yeah, I guess. Not not full gold. Like I don't. I'm not saying like he was gold face, but I'm saying like oh, he yeah, had yeah, yeah. some shine to him. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think he was wearing like spandex. It was like a a blue suit spandex, and the only blue makeup that he had was blue makeup on his face. Mm. And uh, everything else that he's wearing is, yeah, gold. Like yeah. gold slippers. Yeah. Which I'm going to see uh, Aladdin at the Sigurdstrom next month. Oh, yeah. That's nice. So you're going to see the Broadway version yep, of it. I finally get to see it. I've yeah, been that's wa- the one I saw. I've been wanting to see it for, I think, yeah. two years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what, what's your thought on Blue Genie? Yeah, so I'm fine with it. I, I don't know what people were having problems with. He's just blue. I mean, big wolf. So that photo I'm fine with, uh, and, and and the rest of the movie he looks like this. I'm cool. I, I think it's we're so used no, to seeing. He, he Will doesn't Smith. look like this throughout the whole entire movie. Uh, no, he doesn't. Regular black dude. Yeah. Yeah, this is where he looks like now, or in his mm-hmm. initial appearance. Uh, He's regular Will Smith with a little goatee and some jewelry on his mustache or whatever goatee. Yeah. Thing no, there was. There. There was another photo that they posted. It looks like it's a pose photo. Uh, yeah, fa- I think it was facing. on Entertainment Weekly, right? It wasn't that one. Well, I'm, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe I mean, maybe EW did post it on the website, but it was mm-hmm. another of him blue, but it's facing forward. Mm-hmm. It looked like the special effects were not quite right. It looks like uh, almost like a Snapchat filter. Like mm-hmm. you could still see Will Smith's face, but embedded. That's probably what they did. In they, another head. they turned on the phone and they said, "Hey, you know what? We'll just do uh, you know effects this way. You know, good here. enough. Good smile, enough. smile. Raise your eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see a blue stuff coming out of Genie's mouth. Oh yeah. God, that's crazy. That's <laughs> uh, just my media of uh, Arrested Development. Oh, I just blew myself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yep. <laughs> I really, I really hope people, enough people have seen Arrested Development to get that joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it did look weird, and I'm hoping that he isn't going to be blue in a large part of the movie. I hope it's just that initial mm-hmm. scene. Um, yeah, I, I, think, I, I think, think he's going to be like more of like an reacting. assistant. Yeah, yeah. he's going to be like uh, a side character walking around with him. So, yeah, hopefully. All right, let's get into your thoughts on Alita. Um, what did you think about it? Did you get to see it in Dolby 3D? What I are your thoughts. I did get to see it in Dolby 3D. Um, mm-hmm. Holy crap! Oh, I do have one question though. Okay. Before the movie even started, did they have that scene where they they had the ball and then it was raining and all that stuff? Yes. Was that in 3D uh, or was it? 2D. Wait for the like the very like where they're where they're showing you the the effects of Dolby Dolby. Yeah. 3? Um. Yeah. No, that wasn't in 3D. Oh my god! See, that's the thing. Last time when I saw uh, the first time I saw it, they had that in 3D, and dude, it blew me and Julie away. Like we were looking at each other, like, wow, like, cool. like this is like wow. What did what did what did we just watch? Mm-hmm. That that was the reaction that we had from from that little teaser at the very beginning where they had that ball with the rain and everything. Yeah. But the second time I saw it, it was just 
2D and it it didn't have that until the movie started. So it kind of really took the experience back a little bit for me. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. Uh, I, was, I was expecting too much on that. No, it, it, and the thing is the 3D effects didn't start until after after the the, yeah. the previous stuff. And Dude, I wish I wish they they fixed that cuz that totally yeah, changes the whole entire experience cuz it gets you hyped up because it makes you feel like you're seeing something new, which I was expecting, you know. First of all, can, yeah, I didn't and, see that a second time. And can we just give props to production companies or even just the studios? I mean, the studios that have stopped using 3D like gimmicks, where like they throw mm-hmm. stuff at the camera or they just elongate stuff like stuff like that, like those type of like cheesy stuff. Uh, yeah, they're, they're finally over it, so I'm happy that they're actually just letting the 3D effects be passive and just be part of the experience. Mm-hmm. All right, anyway, yeah. Uh, my thoughts on Alita Battle Angel. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Holy crap, dude. It was so good. Uh, <laughs> right. I, th- I right. thought her eyes were going to be bugging me the whole time. I mm-hmm. think maybe two seconds of creepiness, just like in shock. Then the majority mm-hmm. of the time, it was it looked normal. It looked natural. Yeah. It, I, like, I think it, it's it a good thing face. because it really shows you emotion. And like, I mean, I, I think it just, yeah, I think it just gives that extra depth of emotion because you get to see her eyes in detail. Yeah, um, they, the, I saw the behind the scenes of the making of it and uh, Weta Studios. Uh, traditionally for motion capture, they use um, that that headgear with the camera facing to capture with, to capture the facial expression with like, the dots, or whatever. Uh, the one mm-hmm. that they're using for this ca- this movie had two cameras. To try yeah. to to help the computer when rendering uh, or when analyzing the video, really capture those micro expressions that are hard mm-hmm. to describe, but we notice subconsciously. Yeah. And so one's uh, uh, connecting the dots, and one's actual uh, confirming. You know, on her skin. Yeah. Yeah. One's confirming. Mm-hmm. Um. And it, it dude, it, you're right. It, it, they capture the eye emotion so well, and. Uh, Robert Rodriguez mm-hmm. is the director. Yeah, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Even he said that like uh, they he hired or he he casted Rosa Salazar because she in her in her audition she gave so much emotion through her eyes and mm-hmm. he knew like this is she's perfect for this and I agree like her, her eyes speak so much so much volume. Um, I I think that the perfect scene to depict that is actually two scenes. One, when she's riding on the back of the motorcycle, smiling with like a big like grin on her face, whatever. And when she is eating chocolate for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like those just like blew me away, like how much emotion that was depicted through it. Um, the rendering looks very realistic. There's a few times it looks really, it's animated, obviously. But there's other times mm-hmm. where kind of like it looks, it fits into the background. It fits in with the rest of the mem- like cast members. It It's good. Mm-hmm uh let's see here the story i enjoyed it was not what i expected mm-hmm. um i know the story's been getting a lot, a lot of dings and that's why right now i think it's being rated as like a 7.6 out of 10 for some reason yeah and and i can back that up a little bit because you know a lot of the reviews right now are complaining about the story how uh, a lot of the scenes don't make sense uh and you know especially some of the characters in it are too weak like for example, uh, Jennifer Connelly's uh, character, Doctor uh, Sh- Sharon uh, Ish- Ishida, uh, Sharon. Yeah, yeah Sharon. she. Yeah. yeah, her character is so weak. Like you know, there. I mean, there are only a couple scenes with her, and I think you know, 
there's so much that they can do in this movie, but they focus more on, you know, Alita's actions more, which is a good thing because you're trying to follow the character. But of course, it would be better if we had, you know, uh, Mahersha Ali's character to be more of like a bad guy, bad guy, you know, so mm-hmm. so that way we we would think that he's Nova the whole time, but he's not Nova. That would make it more stronger, mm-hmm. you know. So that way, when Alita's like trying to fight um, Nova, uh, she thought, "Oh, hey, he's not Nova. What the heck?" You know, that would be more interesting. Yeah, but I mean, they're trying to be more of you know true to the actual manga itself. And I think there's so much source in the material that they're trying to cram everything into one movie. And I don't know how far they went in the manga uh, compared to the movie, but it seems like they went pretty far because they were trying to explain so many things at once. And Mm -hmm. I think that's why it, it, it was a little weak on that part. But I mean, everything else besides that, uh, kind of makes up for it. There's one more thing though. Uh, the co- the connection between the Alita and uh, her uh, leading man, uh, what was it? Uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, what Chris Waltz? Chris no, Waltz? no, no, her her lover. Oh, Hugo. Yeah, Hugo. Like you know, Which is such a weird Alita name compared to other ones. <laughs> yeah, Alita and Hugo. I mean, their 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 connection does their chemistry doesn't really work that well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's him acting. I, I, he that was he, okay. He just seems like a douche, and that's the thing that uh uh that kind of bugged me about mm-hmm. him. He, he reminded me too much of like a Nickelodeon character or Disney Channel character. Or actor, yeah, so. and I think I think he they cut a lot of his scenes out that weren't in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. I saw some scenes where he was uh, practicing uh, practic- practicing with her fighting. Uh, but that never made it to the movie. I think that was supposed to be something that would um, build the chemistry a little more. But I think the re- only reason why they cut it out is because they wanted uh, probably a shorter time because it, it felt like a really long movie. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. No, and also I think we're seeing we're seeing a very small part of a bigger story. Okay, and I think that's what you're alluding mm-hmm. to. Um, yeah. Because in, in our notes, you put a. Uh, Alita round two is that uh, yeah. is, is there a confirmed sequel or we're we just referencing that we're talking about it again uh referencing that we're talking about it again but I mean they already have a title for the next one and the third one already um yeah yeah because I think um uh, James Cameron oh do you, did was there like a little clip after the movie when you saw or, or was that only for me uh I don't remember seeing any clip afterwards Okay, 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 okay. There's no clip afterwards. It's just like a little segment where they do a Q&A. So this okay. movie... Yeah, yeah, uh, the fan event. Yeah, so this movie was supposed to be like uh, um, made like 20 years ago, like in the 90s, because mm-hmm. James Cameron bought the rights to it. Did oh, I tell okay. you that? Yeah, yeah, that? yeah. We the last about, episode? Yeah, we talked about it last yeah, episode. Yeah, so, so I think, you know, during that time, they were trying to develop a story and they were trying to, you know, put everything into like a two and a half hour movie. And I think they it's kind of hard to do that when you have so much source and you have to change the whole entire story if you wanted to make it into like a two and a half hour movie. So I think that's why he wanted to make a trilogy out of it. So then he can get more um, content throughout the whole entire series. Yeah. And I think that's probably the only thing that would make sense then when we watch more, um, more of it. Yeah. No, this is us watching a new hope, not see, not knowing that 
you know what Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi is going to bring to the sto- the full story. Um, yeah. No, but one one other thing I want to point out, and I and I talked to my girlfriend about this, uh, and this this is such a long callback, but Josias uh, from the Comic Syndicate and uh, Deep Dive Rabbit Holes last year, I think it was after the summer movie draft, he mm-hmm. brought up the question of strong female characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Alita is probably top three of strong female characters that i've seen in the movie that I actually approve of yeah uh because a lot mm-hmm. of times and i cringe at this because i mean uh you know was, was it like hunger games um divergent like those are like oh f- strong female roles but they focus so much on the girl sacrificing stuff for the for her love or she's in battle and she's thinking about um if the does the boy like her or not? Like it's very condescending um, mm-hmm. to women, but this one like it balances so well. Like at no point, like th- there's love interest, but at no point did she sacrifice her duty for for herself. She tries to yeah. do as much she can. She's she's a badass, and like I'm like I yeah. I, and- if if my niece wasn't wasn't still little, I would want to I would want her to watch this. Yeah, this is a really good character to relate to. And if you notice throughout the whole entire movie, she never really lost a fight at all. No, she, she never really lost a fight. She adapts. Yeah, she. Yeah, even when you thought it was over for her, she comes back with like a, a little bit of a vengeance, and she oh. conquers it, which is crazy. Uh, what, like you're like, oh that, my god. What was that line? Fuck your mercy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, I think uh, she did lose a little bit uh, during that uh, that first scene where she was playing um, rocket ball. Is it called rocket ball? What is it called? Motorball. Oh, uh, motorball. Uh, motorball. Yeah, yeah. They were they were playing that outside, and then that uh, that guy knocks her out. That was the only time she lost, but that was well, losing one game. Uh, part of it too, <laughs> she lost control herself. Yeah, because remember she was still she was still tr- like had both fingers on the on the triggers yeah yeah so i i don't i don't <laughs> say she lost she just wasn't ready <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, it's no, just a yeah. practice game yeah, yeah. no but the, uh, it's a it's a fun movie dude. definitely not what i was expecting um mm-hmm. I, what did I, you think about the technology on this one uh for production or like the the universe uh 3d because it's different it's a different type of 3d i liked it dude i i this is the, i i'm referring to this and i don't think this is the official term for it passive 3d it gives you depth yeah without hitting we're getting there huh Mm -hmm. uh you got the thick uh glasses too right yes i did holy crap they're big yeah Uh, i have it on the screen here yeah there you go yeah those those big boys Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i was a little concerned before the 3d turned on because i tried them on and Mm -hmm. it's almost like um i I guess polarized they're polarized in a way right because like Mm -hmm. it's it's filtering for different things so I put it on and I got scared because my left side there was like a black spot and I was like, "Is that a mm-hmm. smudge on my lens or is it just gonna, just just because?" That's just how it is. Yeah, just because not because of the three the three is not on. But once the three turned on, yeah. yeah, everything cleared up and it was perfect. So I'm like, "Okay, cool, we're good mm-hmm. to go." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Two people did walk out. I have no idea. Uh, it it was before the it was when the trailers were still going. They walked out, and I'm wondering if they. They didn't like this. They weren't. They didn't know what Dolby 3D was because they mm-hmm. took all their stuff. They walked. They walked out, and it looked pretty nice. I'm like, oh, I wonder if it was just too much for them. 
<laughs> During the trailers, they walked Yeah. Out? I never saw them come back. Oh, wow. Yeah. They probably went to the wrong theater. Uh, I mean, I would have <laughs> stayed. I got the glasses. I got to watch the yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, so. Oh, okay. So, because my, my local theater here, um, the Dolby 3D theater isn't up to par the whole vibration of the subwoofer on the seats uh, weren't really working yeah. the second time. So my viewing the second time was pretty much like it, it dropped quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So the whole experience. Yeah. So what what would you rate it? I would give it. I, I give it a little too high last time. And I, I think it's because of my experience. I'm going to go with a 4.75. There is something okay. missing. And I feel it's because. uh uh the way it ended abruptly mm-hmm. but it also got me excited for a sequel yeah but i i i am definitely so i just posted on our twitter a link to mm-hmm. the official uh battle angel prequel novel mm, okay uh so it's called iron city alita battle angel um and i i that, that's how much that's how much i love this universe is i want to check it out um, I think it's also dude. The, yeah, the universe is so detailed in this movie. And the, the, like the concept, the the history to it, it's so intriguing. Um, and I'm so happy they didn't bombard you with like flashbacks or anything like that. It, they give you just a taste. Like her remembering stuff is all you know, or what she's told. Mm-hmm. Like you're learning about the past as Alita is growing up. Uh, which is another mm-hmm. thought. I'll I'll, t- I'll I'll touch on that in a bit. Um, but it, it's enough to like you know what happened to know to understand the world but you don't know the full story you know there's more pieces that you're missing like the her mm-hmm. instructor you know there's a special bond between alita and her instructor but you never even knew her name never really found out much about her mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's true yeah um no <laughs> so what well, one other thing that i loved about the depth of the story is how they they showed they showed a character growing up um mm-hmm. both uh as a person as uh a role like a, a lead and physically mm-hmm. so alita you know she she learns about herself she learns um about her world she she learns from her mistakes she she matures yeah she learns a lot about love too and yeah care like, and everything yeah, exactly she she grows yeah. as a person um other thing too she grows physically <laughs> <laughs> which i thought was an amazing detail because yeah when you first meet her she is um much like a little she's kid. vulnerable yeah she's a little girl yeah. i think that that, that uh, christopher waltz character uh, uh dr ito he referred to, he estimated her age at like 14 14 15 years old mm-hmm. um and later on when she started growing growing up as we went on my girlfriend leans over and goes did her boobs get bigger and i'm like yes they did <laughs> and and i think like the and then one more time again like when she gets her her berserker it, it's because the old body is is uh for the, her for teenager. Uh, his daughters no but even that no. body in that body she still it, it, it became i don't know if it's just like her clothes or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah her her chest became more pronounced and then yeah when she switched to the berserker she's like an 18 year old 19 year old girl mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah well that makes sense yeah, yeah. so i'm like i, I just love <laughs> but it's like it never it doesn't, it's the details <laughs> yeah it doesn't hit you over the head with it and it's one of those like yeah if you could not pay attention to that and you would still understand that she grew but the mm-hmm. fact that they added the physical growth also is an is, is such a great touch to it and i'm like oh like wow they made an android I, mature <laughs> yeah 
I, I really like how you're you're talking about this right now because when I watched uh, the the Rising of Shield Hero, yeah, they have this girl character that starts out the same exact way as Alita. what we're watching here. Is uh, he picks up this girl? She's like a little girl, um, kind of like a slave, mm-hmm. and uh, he took her in because uh, she 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 was helpless and she was sick. So then he took care of her, and then all of a sudden she leveled up, and she became <laughs> yeah, like exactly. this teenager. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like uh, he keeps feeding her and teaching her to how to hunt and everything, and then boom, she's a woman now. It's like whoa. So it's it's kind of very interesting to have, you know, uh, these characters that you kind of follow through how they grew, and it feels like you know the character so well, you know, because you watched them from when they were little to when they matured. Yeah. So yeah, oh. yeah, that that's I think that's the thing that makes the the story so rich. Yeah, uh, is because you feel like you know. Also, also, show title, uh, level up, <laughs> level up, <laughs> episode title, show, level yeah. up. All right, that's yeah. Uh Any final thoughts on this one? Kinda? Oh yeah, yes, yes, I do have some final thoughts. Um, so you know, Robert Rodriguez when he made movies, it's always slapstick. It's never really too serious. Yeah. So I mean. This is a really big different pace for him because the you know besides Spy Kids, um, I mean there's a lot of things that you know and Spy Kids are very silly. Yeah, and never you can really never take it seriously. He gave us machete. But if you were machete, machete. <laughs> yeah. Uncle machete. So so if if I was to dive back into machete or uh, Desperado series, um. It's very interesting in the style of directing compared to James Cameron's style of directing. Because uh, when Cameron chose Rodriguez to do this movie, Rodriguez has to drop everything that he ever knew about making or directing a film, a sci-fi film. Because, you know, in the past when he did Desperado, for example, a guy shooting a rocket launcher with, you know, his uh, guitar case... How does that work? I mean, on the screen, it just looks cool, you know. So it doesn't matter if it if you knew how it works or not. It just looks cool, yeah. You know, and if you're talking about realistically, that would never work in the real world. So when he got into this project with James Cameron, he had to, you know, switch off everything that he knew about film, mm-hmm. and you know, everything that he did in the past for the past two decades. It's mostly green screen. So when he did this movie, he had to build real sets for the movie, yeah. which is something very different than anything that he's ever done before. Um, yeah. And it uh, earlier on when he started directing this movie, James, uh, well, I'll call him Jim because everybody calls him Jim. <laughs> That's so Jim tells. <laughs> yeah. So Jim tells uh, uh, Rodriguez that if you're making a movie, and then you got to make sure that everything that you do in this movie is believable because you need to know like how this thing works. You know, what's what type of water is this inside? Uh, what type of uh, label is this? Uh, is there air inside? How do you hold it? You know, yeah, the physics of it. specific details. Yeah. Yeah. So that made him really think about like, OK, so I need to take a step back and look at everything and make sure I know why this thing works and why is it designed this way and you know is it believable Mm -hmm. that's the most important thing so that's why you know we see a really big different uh uh, direction 
for Rodriguez to get into this movie because it's different than Spy Kids. Spy Kids, there's like some crazy gadgets that just works because it works. Yeah. There's no really story behind on it's, how it realistically works. It's a fantasy in a way. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really happy to see him take more of a, a mature role in in filmmaking. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to see what, you know, from here on out, what other movies he's going to make with this. I, I If they do so. make this into a franchise, I hope he sticks with it because I, I feel him and James Cameron work really well in creating this universe and story. Oh, yeah. 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 So I, hope I think that par- so, too. I hope that partnership continues. All right, Anton. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that it? Are we going to go? Uh, one last thing, uh, just real quick. Today, they just wrapped oh, I saw this, this movie. Nine? Yep. Episode nine? Yep. Yeah. They just wrapped episode nine, and JJ just uh, tweeted this picture early on today. It looks very emotional. Yeah. I mean, this is the last bit of this trilogy yeah i mean i don't know if we're gonna see uh rain the next next series but uh yeah yeah i mean yep oscar isaac daisy ridley and uh what's his name looking out finn's boyega what john boyega Boyega. Boyega, yeah Mm -hmm. i'll take it and finn yeah Yeah. Yeah, john boyega uh we still don't have a show uh, uh, episode title uh i refuse to believe Mm -hmm. the rumor uh, yeah, but I mean, name. Star Wars Celebration is coming out. Yes. Uh, hopefully, we can go. If we can, we're gonna see the new trailer there for sure. They're gonna reveal it, and uh, probably you know a couple of weeks before uh, Celebration, there will be a title um, release. You know, release. So yeah, hopefully. Yep, yep, yep. All right, Anton. Uh, so if people want to, I really don't know. I'm too tired. If you want to support us, I can do that. <laughs> they can do that by going to our website at com, and, uh, you know, maybe buy some uh, stickers, T-shirts. And if there was something that we talked about on the show that they would like to purchase, they can do that by clicking on any of the banners on our website. It takes them to Amazon and it gives us a little kickback if any purchase is made. Uh, plus... Also, this episode is uh, brought to you by Audible. Uh, for you listeners of uh, the 2OC podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day free trial uh, to give you an opportunity to check out their service. Um, personally, I would like to recommend um, Ready Player One if you haven't uh, uh, read it. Uh, I highly recommend it because... Will Wheaton is the one that narrates uh, this one. Uh, he reads you uh, this amazing book, and you know you can fall asleep to it if you want to. Um, yeah, he he can sing you to sleep. Will Wheaton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, to download your free audiobook today, just go to audibletrial.com/slash/the2oc. Again, that's Audible trial.com slash the toc for your free audio yep and i believe uh, alita battle angel iron iron city the prequel is also on audible we'll check that out too oh really yes. so it's not just a, a manga it's an actual oh no uh, no this is a novel this is a the oh. yeah oh, they, wow. they specifically okay. wrote That's they specifically wrote this to go with the movie movie's release mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. uh people can also follow us on social media at the toc on facebook instagram and twitter and if you go on to Twitter right now, you'll see the link to the novel um, that I'm talking about. Uh, you can also send us an email to mail at the 2 com. 
you know, little questions, mm-hmm. thoughts, things we might have missed. Uh, and I believe that is. Oh, don't forget to give us a five star thumbs up, whatever the rating system is on your favorite podcast listening app. Subscribe to us on YouTube, the Two OC. Just look us up there. You can see a stream every Thursday, usually. On uh, this case, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> um i think that's it anton anything i missed yep nope that's it all right for the 2oc i'm al flores and i'm anton duong pika pika Later. <laughs>